Last night was our first football game, the 2023 season. It was the Hall of Fame game, Jets versus Browns. What was the good, the bad, and the all right? We're going to tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL, a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Guys, happy Friday. Football is back, and it's better than ever, right? So, listen, we thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every single day, Monday through Friday, being the family, but as well as being our everydayers. And I can't talk about football at all without my guy, Keith Sanchez, Mr. LSU. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at the Talent Code. Keep talking to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, and 2019 national champ with those LSU Bengal Tigers, right? The greatest college football team ever assembled, man. But, man, you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damian Parsons, we are here to bring you that championship-level content surrounding the NFL Draft 24-7, 365, and DP. We had a we had a good night last night. We had a good night last night because we got some football, right? Football season is officially here. Out preseason, I'll take it, DP. I'll take preseason football, <laughs> man. But you know this is the NFL draft podcast, so we had to talk about the prospects that were drafted, right? Some of those rookies and then a couple second and third year guys also and how we see them contributing, right, to the New York Jets, Cleveland Browns, and what we seen yesterday. So, DP, we got this recap going, right? We got the good, we got the bad, and we got the – I, you know, you it wasn't impressive, but I, I'll take it, right? We got those. So, man, DP, before we kick that off with the good, man, and you go ahead and let the uh, listeners know what your good is, how about you kick it off with our title sponsor? This episode is brought to you by Lock. This episode of Locked On NFL Draft is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for for parts that fit, head over to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keith, you said. The good. What was the good for me last night? It was a couple things, man. But I, I got to go and I got to start at the quarterback position. No matter of fact, no. Scratch that, Keith. He only, I think it was only like seven snaps, right? But I'm going to throw him in my good anyway because he looked flawless. Makai Becton, right? Mm-hmm. Makai Becton playing left tackle. You know, Dwayne Brown's a wily veteran. We know he's not playing in the, in the Hall of Fame game, right? So seeing Makai Becton in the snaps that he played, I don't believe he gave up a single pressure or hurry. Um, you know, just he he looked really good out there to me, Keith. You know, and, and I, I I enjoyed watching him. You know, like I say it was about eight snaps, right? Not a whole big large sample size, but the athleticism for his size, the power. You talk about the ability, the the, the pop and shock. You know, rushers when he gets his hands on, and it, it, there was one rep where he was kind of slightly beaten around the edge. But then you saw that rookie Makai Becton show back up where he's able to open his hips, re, you know, kind of redirect 
and, and get back on his horse and still wash the guy around the quarterback, man. So just being able to beat, show, showcase that ability, being a blind eye protector again, the power, the arm length, the mobility, athleticism, everything that we loved about Makai Becton coming out as a prospect that we just haven't seen as of late due to the injuries. Um, yeah, I was happy to see him. Like I said, even less than 10 snaps. But I'm not gonna sit there and play with my playing his face. I'm gonna give my man his flowers. He played well last night, Keith. Yeah, I, so he he was part of my good also. But I'm, I think I'm gonna steal your topic, DP, real quick, and I'm gonna go ahead and go with the quarterback. And and if y'all listen to it, that was yesterday's the day before yesterday's podcast. Yeah. We talked about him, Dorian Thompson Robinson. We talked about the talent that he was. I don't know why he failed that far in the draft, right? The talent that he was, the athleticism, and then also the maturity, right? And then you heard people on the broadcast talking about that right that he he's a pros pro like he cares about this and you you said and, and it was one of the glimpses dp we watched on the tv right and it was dorian thompson robinson obviously deshaun watson didn't play and then you had kellen Mond sitting right there and that just felt like one of those situations where kellen might not be your job like you might not be qb2 right like that, that might be a rap big dog like that might be a rap man if this thing continues right because they have three more preseason games after that but dp i must i'm like i, I was impressed man i, I was impressed and it was kind of on par, right? Like, it, it, you don't want to say, like, the told you so moments, but you knew that you liked this prospect, right, coming out of UCLA. Just was not a lot of hype about him. And you're talking about a team that's a, a pretty well-rounded team, right, as far as offensive line, running backs, wide receivers. Like, you know what, bro, even with the second stringers, there's still some talent. And he, he made some things happen out there. No, he absolutely did. I think his first drive, uh, or was his first notable drive was a 90, I think a 12-play, 93-yard drive Keith and he, he was impressive all around right not just as you know as an athlete man he, he is as a quarterback he did some things well you know he was an 8 for 11 almost about 73 percent completion 82 yards mm-hmm. uh almost eight yards per attempt and a, and a touchdown as a passer but also you know he ran the ball and made plays with his legs when it was available right you're talking about two uh two carries 36 yards man and and um and I, like I said, I was just, I was very impressed with him. Like, I, I was very impressed with DTR. And it's like, I think it was that the, the touchdown pass, it was a slant back. It was a backside slant. He actually did a really good job in terms of the nuance of the uh, quarterback position. At the uh, post snap, just kind of holding defenders in the middle of the field, knowing that he wanted to uh, keep a void open for that slant so he can drill it in there and let his receiver do, you know, do this job. But I think his put, the play of the game for him was the block. The block on the Demetrius yeah. Phelps, I think, touchdown run. You know what I mean? You got the yeah. zone action, the mesh <laughs> point. He lets it ride. He gives it to the running back. He's like, ah, oh, no, I got you. I'm gonna lead block for you, big fella. And, yeah, but, you know, and, he and didn't. You know it wasn't a pancake, but he he dove and made he got an impact. He allowed it. Yeah, it was impactful, and I, I believe that that block was important for the running back scoring the touchdown, right? And and that's the type of things, DP, that when you're talking about building a team, right, you want those type of guys because now the running back, the wide receivers, you know, the offensive line, they're all looking at him like, that's a dude, right? And now it, it returns itself, and, and the favor returns itself because who knows, there's a pass protection situation where that running back has to stay in, and now he's willing to make that diving effort right, to pick up a yeah. linebacker or pick up something else, and it returns his favor, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to do this because he did that for me, right, because as the quarterback, he didn't have to do that, right, like most times I tell you, quarterbacks don't get in the way, right, and you see every now and then, maybe five times a year, a quarterback does something like that before a rookie. You definitely don't dive. At a, at a, at yeah, they, they don't dive, right, before a rookie in the first preseason game to go at a defender to lay a block to spring his running back or, you know, to spring the offensive skill player, it was definitely – 
impressive dp and I, I thought it was the good right he, he's gonna be the talk of the town as far as the hall of fame game it was dorian thompson robinson um you know rookie right like we said we talked about him draft prospects we liked him we had him in our top i think seven or eight quarterbacks even even before you know even, maybe even higher than that right just as far as potentially what he can do with dp we talked about the good man it was always balanced right we got to be balanced when we approach this thing so coming up next man we want to get into what was the bad right what do we watch and it scared us. We was like, you know what? We don't care for this at all. So coming up next, man, we are going to reveal what the bad part of yesterday's game was. What's the easiest place to play fantasy football and the best place for best ball? Underdog fantasy. Guys, August is here, and you know what that means. The official start of fantasy football drafting month. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft, which gives you no waivers nor any trades. Underdog will set your best lineup every single week. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament. The largest fantasy football contest of all time is back and even bigger with 50. million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Last year, the winner drafted their team in July, so don't wait around. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code Locked On to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Locked On. All right, what goes up, Keith? Must come down. We talked about the good from the Hall of Fame game. But can you tell me, what stood out to you? You were like, ah, you know what? That's kind of bad. <laughs> okay, can I be honest? It, it was still, I don't see Zach Wilson was bad, right? But I, I, I didn't see the progress. You know what I'm saying? And we talked about it on a previous show that we, you know, we want to see some things kind of go in the right direction, right? And it, it was, and I, the bad is tough to see. But it, it falls in that category. Like, it, it, I, didn't, I didn't think it was like a fluid situation. I didn't see Zach in there stepping up. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, it looked like a totally revamped guy. You know, to say that he's been working with, you know, Hall of Fame, Aaron Rodgers and things like that. So, if anything, I, I, DP, it kind of leans that way for me as far as the, the bad part. That's, that's, listen, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, I, I put Izzy, man. Uh, Izzy, oh, it, it was a rough watch. night. It was a rough night for Izzy, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he had a rushing touchdown, but man, he was nine of twenty-seven. Well, nine carries, twenty-seven yards, around three yards per carry. And I'm not blaming him. The all, you know, it was just the offensive line, you know, wasn't creating the biggest run lanes for him. But it's kind of what we talked about. He's a runway runner. He couldn't create for himself. Yeah, DP, and I'll say this, you know, because I was I was kind of hesitant about putting Zach Wilson right. I would put the Jets offensive unit right it, it, it yeah. looked out of sync and and we're not going to get started on the thing you'll hack it right but it, it looked out of sync at times and I, and I think that was the part that you expected to see and, and obviously it's not the stars right it's not Aaron Rodgers it's not Garrett Wilson out there routing people up we understand that right but there are some players playing you know what I'm saying and you like I just didn't know if I seen a true identity yet like okay what are they going to do and you know just a plan for Zach Wilson, and then with Israel Bandicanda in there, and then you know some good play action stuff baked off of that, right? Like I, I didn't see that part yet, and maybe I'm being extra critical because I'm like, hey, Nathaniel Hackett was just in Denver, and then now I'm paying a keen attention to right with the New York Jets doing it. And for me, DP, it's not so much about 
just the results, right? I didn't expect them to go out there and score 30 points in the first game, but just yeah. process. And to be completely honest, Nathaniel Hackett needs to be practicing, right? Like he needs to treat this like a game because the last time we seen him, it was not good with Denver, right? We're talking about they were, you know, getting the play calls in late, right? We're talking about the, the all-time great moment from the Peyton Manning, right? Where he called 50 timeouts in the time that he needed to call a timeout. Like we've seen some, mm-hmm. some blunders on behalf of that. So I was watching the game and say, hey, what is this going to look like, right? Because this lets you know if this is going to be strictly Aaron Rodgers' show and Nathaniel Hackett was only hired just to listen to Aaron Rodgers or Nathaniel Hackett, are you calling plays and you have a, a, a situation to where you know what you're doing? You know what I'm saying? And I think that was a big part for me, DP. So I, I would change it a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily just put it solely on Zach Wilson. But if you ask me the bad, and obviously it's preseason one, Hall of Fame game, but the bad would have been the, the Jets' offensive identity. I didn't fully see that. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, you know, even with combining it with Izzy, the offensive line pass blocked very well for the most part. They didn't run block very well. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, that was something that I noticed just like, Guys in the backfield, just surge being created, not being able to really create those running lanes and those runways for a back like Izzy Abandon But at the same I, I time, thought he would have. I, I wouldn't have put him as my bag, right? But I, I was expecting a, a bigger game for Israel Abandon yeah. right? Like, if you ask me, I'm like, I think this guy can get eight carries and 60 yards or something like that. Right, right. No, 100%. And I think that that's where, for me, it's like, okay – it was a good litmus test for him because it's like, all right, the offensive line wasn't perfect in run block. Can you create for yourself to find space past the line of scrimmage and really allow that Lamborghini in terms of your speed to get out in the open on the drag track, right? And make these 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 linebackers and safeties and backside corners make it a foot race and tell them to catch you. And you know what I mean? Because that one run that he had for the touchdown, he beat the defense to the cor- to the edge, right? And beat them to the corner, and he scored. So it, it's, it's that type of situation for me where I just didn't see enough from him as a creative runner. I think he only had, like, PFF has him uh, charted for, like, one force, one one tackle, one miss uh, tackle forced. And I'm like, man, like, off of nine carries, and the way that it was conjunctured, like, it was just so congested for him, you would have liked to see him create a little bit more by himself, but Keith, I want to stick to that offensive line a little bit. Carter Warren and pass protection. I uh-huh. did not, I was not, no, no, sorry, not Carter Warren. I'm going to go to Tony Fields, the linebacker, a guy that I actually like coming out of West Virginia. And uh-huh. I remember talking <clears throat> to someone with the program and everything, and they were really excited for him to go to Cleveland because at the time, Cleveland didn't have, when he was drafted, they didn't have a solidified linebacker. And um, he did not look he didn't look that good to me. He didn't look great. Um, he struggled, man. And, and was, especially, I think it was in pass protection, not pass protection, in pass coverage. Uh, you know, you kind of saw him, you know, get beat, give up lanes, different things like that. I think he was like, he was targeted uh, four times, a lot of three catches, you know, about 10 yards, almost 11 yards per catch with 32 uh, yards in, in, in allowed in coverage. And you just kind of, for an athletic linebacker, you want to see him just defend a little bit better, man. I, I felt like he was, more so how we always talk about reacting and not thinking. I felt like he was thinking. I felt like he was just a tick tick slow, a tick behind at times. But I, I wanted to – I had Carter Warren down on my list, but I ended up taking him off because I was watching and I was like, yeah, Tony you know, Fields just did not do it for me, Damn. man. And I, I was expecting – I just expected more from him because he is a, a, an athletically gifted linebacker. Um, but he did play – what was it, Big 12? 
You know, it's a different ball game, of right, course. Right, right. You know, so going to yeah, the different, different process. Different DP, process. look, I, 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 I have one more. I have one more. The lights, right? We, we got another band. The lights, the light, the light. <laughs> what are we doing, man? The stadium. We, lights, we knew this game was coming. What happened? Yeah, it's already a, a preseason game, and then now we extending time because the lights not working. So we were like, man, what are we doing, right? And there's always, you know, the, the jokes. I about almost Aaron forgot Rodgers. about that. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the jokes about Aaron Rodgers being back in the dark and stuff like that. But like, yeah, the bad part was the lights. Like, we we have to mention that. That was a part of. The I game. thought it was, was the Baltimore Ravens, uh, nine the Super Bowl all over again. Right, I was right, like, right, wait a minute. <laughs> I just looked at the TV. I was like, is my color off? Like, why does it look so yeah. dark on TV? And I was yep, like, oh, the yep. lights are out. Delay of game, you know what I mean? So, no, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. NFL, get it together, man. You know what I mean? A couple years ago, you had the turf messed up out there. Somebody got oh, yeah, hurt yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. And now you got the lights shutting off, Have you know, like going into the fourth quarter. NFL, get it together. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with DP. Let's go ahead and transition this thing, man. We knocked out the good. We knocked out the bad, including the lighting, right? We knocked out the bad, including the lighting. But coming up next, man, we have the I-I, right? What, what is I-I? I-I could mean... All right. Oh, it can mean I. I'm not too sure, right? I'm not too sure. So coming up next, man, we're gonna pick our I moments, players, situations from yesterday's game. I. I mean, that's kind of you know. There was a couple plays that made me say that last night, Keith. I was like, all right, okay, I I, I see it. And there was a couple. Where I'm like, mm, all right, all right. You know, we will <laughs> we'll go from there. But Keith, I, I'll kick it off, man. I'll say my you know player that I had listed. Is actually um, Will McDonald, you know, a guy that we kind of, you know, I like. We both liked him to an extent through the draft process. Neither one of us had him pegged as like a like top 20 first round pick. Yeah, I but did, he flashed I a little say, bit. I, I had a third round grade. If that, that say, you know, I, I had, I, had I, had, I gave round. him a two, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was not, not really, he wasn't buying into the high, and, and a lot of it had to do how he was used, right? So, like, you saw the flashes of pass rush ability from him last night. He did a good job um, setting up, uh, I forget who the tackle was for the Browns, but attacked the outside, yeah. uh, outside arc and then gave himself to be able to give himself space to spin back inside that quick, fluid, um, just nimble spin, good footwork. And then he ice picked, right? Pat my man on the back to complete the spin and get the pressure on DTR. It actually it forced an errant pass that DTR was trying to complete. And it had because you could tell he wasn't expecting McDonald to work back inside. So you saw the flash, you saw a couple flashes with him. But I'm like, okay, all right, this is what you want to see, right? Now it depends on how many reps he's going to get in the season and everything to justify that pick. Uh, but I think that he should. I mean, you drafted in the top 20, he better get at least 50% of the snaps, you know what I mean? But I, I think I, I think that the, the Jets team and the defensive staff should feel all right, about what they saw from him last night. It's like, okay, this is a these this is a foundation that we can build. Put this put some block, blocks on to build up this uh this building and, and go from there with him. Yeah, uh, so that's the part that it, you you wonder. Okay, where are we going with this, right? Because of the you know, because you've seen Michael Clemens out there also, and Michael Clemens, you know, he he looked decent. Jermaine Johnson was out there too. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson was out there, so they they have a lot of passers. So that's what I wonder, right? Like. What, what is his snap share going to be? And, and, and it looked good yesterday, right? Like just his movement skills and his athleticism. And that's something that shows and bodes well for him. Um, but, you know, you just kind of have to continue to see how does that um, play out, 
But DP, my 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 all right moment, right? And, and it was more like, I okay, okay. That was the big hit, right? That was the big hit, and then oh. they called the fumble. And I was like, okay, we got some football here. We got some football. We had a safety come down, make a play. And I, I thought I thought it was impressive, right? We're talking about week, you know, preseason game one, Hall of Fame game. And then, like you said, you've seen those boys out there fighting for a spot, right? And 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 that, that that's what it's all about. You're trying to fight for a roster spot, you're trying to make a play. No, hundred percent. And kids, I'll, I'll go crazy enough. I actually had Zach Wilson in my all in my I my all right type of uh, segment as well in that mm-hmm. stage because I was like, okay, I saw the deep ball from the arm talent, right? Drop back foot hits and he launches it and, and connects to almost a sixty yard play down the left sideline. Um, and that's why like I had that. to shift. That's why I had to shift it because I'm about to put him part of the bag, but I'm like, he, it wasn't, you know, it was more sort of flow for me, right? Because yeah, he did. Yeah. And I could see, like, what you putting Zach Wilson in the ice section because they were like, well, this is better than what it was last year, right? Like, that, like, you kind of, you know, still just felt like that. So that's why I had to kind of put him more on the offensive flow for me with the bad part because he didn't like, like, trying to kill him or put all that on his shoulders. He didn't play bad. Like you said, you can talk about right. offensive line, you can talk about routes ran. There were other situations around him that weren't 100%. necessarily operating at 100 now third down you can't you know you can't slip you know what i mean you out here yeah, spinning yeah, in the nah. pocket you you approach the line of scrimmage you try to cut back cross field like you lamar jackson no big fellas let's go get the first down you know what i mean <laughs> like let's go get the first down but also i think I, I think i had a question on like i i, I of course the all 22 isn't out yet but i'm i, I want to see that play because i think it was like mesh concept like in, in the third and short and i'm mm-hmm. like okay I feel like somebody might have been open and like the fact that he didn't throw it, you know what I mean? Like the timing and everything, which kind of goes back to what you talk about, right? Just the offense in general, the identity, timing, rhythm, all that stuff. First real live game action. But that's just something that crossed my mind. Cause I was like, Hmm, well, somebody open on that, on that. Cause that was a play where he slipped and fell. Then I think another third down, um, he stared at the receiver, the route he wanted. And one of the defensive linemen from the Browns got their hands up. They read his eyes and, and, and batted the ball down. So it's still some of the things that you want to you, – you, this is going into year three. He's got to make a jump, man. He's got to make a jump. Granted, he only played a certain amount of snaps. I wanted to see him get like the whole quarter, maybe maybe almost the whole half, really, of, of that game to really give him more opportunities to get other rhythm. But I got to put him in the eyes in the moment because it, that, that deep throw was like, all right, all right. <laughs> then he slipped. I was like, all right. All right. Then the batted pass was like, yeah. All right. That was, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, I was like, nah, here we man. go again. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, BP, I think that was fun, man. That was fun. I, I felt good, right? Like it was, it was seven o'clock Central Time. I live in Central Time. So, you know, had the game kick off at seven o'clock, right? Then you lay down at 9 30 in the fourth quarter, just starting up. It just felt like everything was right in the world, DP. Everything was right in the world. So, man, I'm excited. Next week, we have a full slate of preseason games and we're going to keep this thing going, right? We may switch up the, you know, the segments a little bit and talk about different things as we have more teams playing next week, right? But we thought it was fun just to do a little Hall of Fame game recap. And like we said, man, we definitely appreciate y'all for tapping in with us, having these conversations. We're covering everything. Like I said, week one, game one of preseason. We're talking about that too in regards to these draft prospects. So shout out to our everyday everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us. 
for sure. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, appreciate y'all for being there every day as and the family. Go subscribe on YouTube, as I said. Hit the bell notification, like, comment. Let us know your biggest thoughts. You're good, you're bad, you're all right from the Hall of Fame game, guys. But as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find the follow Keith Sanchez at the talent code me. DP uh, underscore NFL. Come and uh, talk to us because we talk back. But come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.